Welcome to another edition of the Prepaid Podcast. I'm your host and editor of prepaidreviews.com, Joe Polakowski. Now, the big story we got in prepaid this month, uh, there are actually a lot of big stories, but we'll start with the the general one, the overarching one. Um, If you look at the fourth quarter numbers, uh, IDC Research ran, ran the figures, and they looked at the prepaid ads versus the postpaid ads. Now, we know that there are some companies, uh, Sprint and T-Mobile stand out, that added more prepaid subs than postpaid subs uh, in that quarter. Uh, Sprint's mainly coming from Boost Mobile, and uh, T-Mobile's coming from its own to-go prepaid brand. Apparently, this was an industry-wide trend. Uh, Prepaid ads accounted for 65% of all cellular ads in the fourth quarter. It's an interesting trend that way uh, because it seemed like in the third quarter things had slowed down considerably. Uh, we saw Metro PCS dip down into five figures for their for their net ads, uh, and and Leap was below. And a lot of times we can use them as a barometer uh, for the overall prepaid industry because they're solely prepaid, um, and it, it's been pretty accurate. Uh, you know, at least over the course of two thousand in the over the course of two thousand nine. Uh, so it seems that prepaid, the popularity kind of spiked again in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure exactly why, but that that's what the numbers say. Yeah. What does it mean for the future? Well, you know, the first and the fourth quarters are typically better for wireless than the than the second and third. So perhaps we were getting some uh, some inaccurate readings in the second and third quarters. Uh, that, that's just speculation on my part. Uh, you know, in the, in the first quarter, there in the first quarter of two thousand nine, uh, there was a healthy number of prepaid ads, uh, as we said all along. You know, that's a lot of it was Metro PCS expanding to New York and Boston, uh, and Boost Mobile introducing their uh, their you know unlimited fifty dollar prepaid uh, you know unlimited plan. Uh, but in the second and you know second and third quarters, that dropped off, and apparently in the fourth quarter, it came back uh, like gangbusters, and uh, you know dominated the market. Does that mean it's going to dominate the market again in the first quarter of this year, uh, which basically just ended? Not exactly sure. Uh, it's hard to make a prediction at this point. Um, you know, to plenty can plenty can change. We don't have the results, but we've seen a lot of positive developments, especially in March, uh, which we will get to now. And the the biggest change we saw was Cricket uh, um, at CTIA announced that they would be expanding basically nationwide. Now, this isn't like them having a nationwide network. They're not the fifth major player in the nationwide uh, in the nationwide cellular uh, market. They're instead basically expanding their free roaming capabilities to the 125 top U.S. cities. Uh, this is good for them because it, allow- it means that the people who do have access, uh, who have cricket service that they got in, the cr- in a cricket home area, it means that they can more freely roam about the country. They can travel more easily uh, without wondering whether they're going to get service. Of course, there will be dead zones in the country. They won't be able to cover every crevice. But for the most part, you know, if you're traveling to Detroit, you're traveling to Florida, uh, you're traveling to South Texas, you're traveling to California, uh, no matter where you are, basically, if you are in a major market, you will be able to get cellular service. So that comes from a lot of roaming agreements. They've been working on this for a while. We saw uh, both Cricket and Metro PCS uh, last year expanded their uh, their roaming capabilities, and now Cricket basically has taken the next step by 
you know, creating what amounts to, by a marketing definition, a, uh, a nationwide plan. Now, again, the big the big thing here is that you can't activate a cricket phone or a cricket account in any market. You need to be in a in a primary cricket market. And I would guess, I'm not sure, but I would guess because this is usually covered in the terms and conditions, that if you lived kind of close to a cricket market, wanted cricket, you know, went into the cricket market to get it and brought it out and were found roaming most of the time, uh, they'd have a problem with that. So it's just uh, another positive for the primary people in the cricket network. Uh, they'll get what they're calling better coverage than T-Mobile uh, and Sprint. But I'm not quite sure. I mean, maybe on some kind of technical grounds. But remember also that you can activate a T-Mobile or Sprint phone in most markets, uh, whereas you don't have that ability with Metro with uh, with Cricket. Excuse me. What the Cricket also announced was that they'll be upping the quality of their handsets over the course of the year. Um, they're going to get now. This is big, this is big too. They're going to get the BlackBerry Curve 8530. That's that's big because it's not going to be like the Metro PCS BlackBerry Curve 8330, which would only work in their legacy markets. So that meant, you know, in, uh, in their expanded markets, and that included their huge new networks in, in New York and Boston, uh, they had no, those customers have no access to, uh, to a BlackBerry plan. With Cricket, though, uh, the 8530 is going to be AWS compatible, uh, so it will work in all of their markets. So if you have access to Cricket services, uh, this summer you'll be able to purchase a BlackBerry Curve 8530. Uh, they say it'll be under 300 bucks, and you'll be able to get their, their nationwide coverage with it. So that's a huge positive for them. Uh, they also say they're going to be getting a hands, a, uh, an Android handset, and they're going to get distribution at Best Buy. So it seems like this is kind of their effort to, uh, you know, to go it alone. Uh, as we learned, you know, Cricket and Metro PCS both said this month that they'd like to avoid a merger if possible. Uh, and this seems like it's Cricket. This is Cricket's kind of play uh, in order to see if it can remain independent. Uh, I'd like to compare it to T-Mobile's rolling out their their new plans uh, late last year uh, and their big attempt to close the gap between them and Sprint and become a more prominent player in the U.S. wireless industry. Will it work? It's tough to say, especially in the economic times we're in right now. Not as bad as it was last year. It seems most reports we're getting are positive at this point, uh, and we could see a lot of industries rebound. And perhaps T-Mobile and Cricket will, will benefit from this. Uh, but, you know, given the environment, it's, it's very difficult to predict. It's very difficult to project. And if you see any, um, you know, any companies making making predictions based on what will happen in the future, you know, projecting from now, uh, I would take them. I wouldn't say with a grain of salt because these companies are paid to do this, uh, but I'd be I'd view them with a skeptical eye uh, because we just don't know what's going to be coming around the bend. You know, next week, next month, um, and six months from now. But I, I think it's a good bet that you'll see. Uh, you'll see some something definitive come out of these. Um, you'll see these, this is the company's big move. And if it fails, well, who knows what's going to happen from there. Now, Metro PCS wasn't quiet during this either. They haven't announced nationwide coverage, but if you'll remember last month, uh, they announced their, uh, their new plans. Um, and they announced that they're doing away with the first month free and, and, and a few things that help make phones cheaper and uh, basically will help them provide better service to their customers, or that's the plan at least. Uh, 
they made an even bigger announcement at CTIA. Uh, they, they basically said they're going to beat Verizon to the punch with LTE. Uh, we're looking at an August or late summer launch in uh, their first market, which will be Las Vegas, the site of CTIA every year. And you know, they're going to have a phone to go with it, too. Uh, that's going to be the Samsung, uh, the SCHR900. Uh, we didn't get too much on that. Uh, Samsung was kind of keeping it under wraps. But a yeah, huge announcement from Metro. I mean, you expect Verizon. Verizon was talking having LTE, like, at the end of the first quarter this year and, you know, early early in the year rolling out LTE nationwide, and that seems to be pushed back a bit. So Metro jumping in and, and making their play. I admire it. I, I'm not sure how much of a benefit they're going to get. Obviously, I think Verizon's going to benefit more because they have more people who are going to be interested in those in those LTE uh, 4G services. Whereas Metro PCS, you know, if you notice the phones they, they were releasing at the end of 2009, I mean, maybe one out of three had a camera on it. Uh, so they were going for, for a lower end. And LTE figures to be, you know, the high end. It's going to be 4G. It's going to be the next level. Um, and I'm wondering how much... You know, I wonder how interested in those services uh, Metro PCS customers will be. Uh, they know their customers better than I do, though. So consider this idle speculation on uh, on what on their plans. Uh, I hope that hey, I wish them the best. I hope they really uh, bring LTE uh, to the forefront, and we really start to see some improved mobile services. But uh, you know, as with projections of future performance at this point, I'll I'll view it with a skeptical eye for now. So, Page Plus, and we'll wrap up with this, uh, Page Plus fell under some scrutiny this month. Uh, well, we'll start with the good news on them. Uh, they introduced their first brand new phone, that's the Kyocera Mako S4000. Uh, it's nothing nothing real special, and for 100 bucks, you could probably do better. Uh, you know, it's got VGA camera. It's almost like a razor, it looks like. Um, it's, you know, for 100 bucks, you know you're not getting a subsidized price on that thing. Uh, and Page Plus also did introduce a, a few new refurb handsets. So they're really making an effort to uh, to offer more handsets to their customers. And that is probably, actually certainly related uh, to them not activating certain Verizon phones, uh, especially unused prepaid phones on their network. Uh, that was a story that broke last month. It makes sense. Verizon doesn't allow people to, to activate prepaid phones. Uh, you know, those box prepaid sets you get at Walmart or Target or uh, or any of the big box retailers. Yeah, Verizon doesn't allow you to activate those on a postpaid account until it's been used for six months on prepaid uh, because they subsidize those phones and they expect that people paying for prepaid minutes will help pay back the cost of the phone. Uh, so it makes sense that they would extend this to their MVNOs and not allow them to activate those phones. Uh, so Page Plus was just acting in accordance with that. Uh, there was there was some mild outrage I saw on some message boards about the policy, and I, you know, I just it makes sense. Uh, it sucks, and no one wants to have to, you know, use a more expensive phone. But you know, that's just the way it works. That's the Verizon's policy, and we you know have to expect Page Plus to, uh, you know, we have to expect Page, Page Plus to hold true to it, just like Verizon holds true to their own policies. Now, what we did see, though, and this is apparently also in accordance with Verizon, um, we saw a bunch of customers taken off the unlimited talk and text plan. Why? Well, because they were actually taking advantage of the unlimited usage. 
Um, and apparently in the terms and conditions, there are certain you know, terms spelled out that constitute abuse. I'm not sure exactly what the levels are, but a lot of people were, you know, taken off these plans and they were distraught. And there were conflicting reports and there was a quote from uh, Yassin Yassin saying he's not in the business of being nice. And it caused a little, little bit of a hoopla. And uh, I think you might see some backlash towards Page Plus. And it's not just because of this. Um, it's it basically... Since they um, since they unveiled the unlimited talk and text plan, um, there's been I would say a little bit of a negative reaction towards Page Plus customer service. Um, you know, going through our user reviews, we used to see them lauded for their customer service skills. That you know their representatives were helpful, that they took care of business, and uh, that you know everything usually went pretty well. But since they introduced that, since they signed up a lot of new customers. Those that praise is turned into complaints, and uh, I think, you know, when you combine that uh, with their with the new policy, however logical it may be, uh, towards activating Verizon prepaid handsets, and then the people being taken off unlimited talking texts, that's going to create backlash. Whether it's justified or not, I'm not going to say, but it certainly, I think it's it already has started to cause some backlash, uh, and it could extend a little bit further. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this month's edition of the Prepaid Podcast. Join us again at the end of April. We'll run down everything you need to know about the prepaid industry. Until then, take care.